This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Trump meets with lawmakers on Farm Bill. Dem strategy seen as protecting farm programs. Ag important to U.S. and EU talks. Trump talking Farm Bill with lawmakers. President Trump's meeting with leaders of the House and the Senate Agriculture Committees about the path forward for a new Farm Bill. Senate Ag Chairman Pat Roberts says Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and the Chairman of the National Economic Council, Larry Kudlow, will be part of the meeting. Roberts said Trump is asking what the timing is. He wants a farm bill. In addition to that, if I have an opportunity, I will mention again that we need a trade policy that shows us a light at the end of the tunnel that we're in. Peterson, no amendment strategy helps farm bill. The ranking member of the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson, says the Democratic strategy of not offering amendments to the Farm Bill will help protect farm programs from amendments he considers harmful. And there's a long list of potential amendments planned. In an interview with AgriPulse, Peterson also predicted that Democrats will withhold support from many conservative Republican amendments that could threaten farm programs. Is there an RFS deal or not? Sides clash on the White House outcome. President Trump's latest meeting to address the refining industry's concerns over the renewable fuel standard ended with some of the same differences in interpretation that followed the previous talks. The big issue that isn't clear is how serious the administration is about providing refiners with RFS compliance credits or RINs on ethanol that is exported, an action that would likely depress REN prices. What appears to be clear, at least for now, is the administration will go forward with approving a vapor pressure waiver to allow year-round sales of E15. The White House said this in a statement. After several meetings and input from stakeholders on both sides, President Trump is pleased to announce that a final decision has been made that allows E15 to be sold year-round while providing relief to refiners. Keep in mind, if EPA were to okay year-round E15 but not allow RENs for ethanol exports, the refiners would have gotten zilch out of all of these meetings. Rural broadband gets a major boost. The House subcommittee is set today to approve a fiscal 2019 spending bill for USDA that would provide another significant boost to funding for rural broadband. The bill would earmark $550 million for grants and loans for a program so new that USDA has yet to issue regulations for how the money would be distributed. That would bring total funding for the program to $1.15 billion. Uh, that's a drop of the bucket compared to the cost of addressing the total gap in broadband service, but it's a major bipartisan investment, and it's especially important given the funding crunch facing the farm bill. Plus, President Trump's infrastructure plan is going nowhere in this Congress. Now, for more on the Farm Bill, the RFS talks, and the USDA spending bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Ross and Purdue talk European ag tariffs and steel trade. Agriculture appears to be playing a major role in the Trump administration's efforts to cut a deal with the European Union on steel and aluminum tariffs. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who is leading the effort to negotiate terms with the EU for exempting the 28-country bloc from the tariffs, met yesterday morning with Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue to discuss the talks. 
Redoux told reporters that his meeting with Ross centered on the various tariff levels and the imbalance we have between the tariffs we charge the EU and the tariffs they charge us. Non-tariff bearers are some of the biggest roadblocks for U.S. agricultural exports to Europe, but high tariffs also serve to increase U.S. trade deficit with Europe, that according to USDA analysis. USDA takes aim at food waste. Farmers, schools, restaurants, state and local governments are all working to reduce food waste, and Secretary Purdue says he wants USDA to play a role in helping consolidate efforts across the country. Together with Maine Senator Shelley Pingree and Iowa Representative David Young, Purdue hosted a roundtable discussion with food industry and nonprofit group representatives yesterday morning to take proposals on reducing the 130 billion pounds of food wasted in the U.S. every year. Whether it's changing cultural attitudes or creating new programs to improve post-harvest gleaning, the panel agreed that the problem is immense but solvable. Purdue said our nation's agriculture abundance should be used to nourish those in need, not fill the trash. Millions and millions of acres of farmland lost between 1992 and 2012. Nearly 31 million acres of farmland were irreversibly lost to development between 1992 and 2012. That according to a report being released today by the American Farmland Trust. That is nearly double the amount of conversion previously documented and is equivalent to losing most of Iowa or New York, according to the report. As alarming, this loss included almost 11 million acres of the best land for intensive food and crop production. Expanding urban areas accounted for 59% of the loss. Low-density residential development, including those large tract homes on the edge of metropolitan areas, accounted for 41%. AFT is calling for a national strategy to address farmland loss, including a dramatic increase in funding for agricultural land easements. Judge affirms coffee warning label. A state judge in California affirmed an earlier ruling finding that coffee sold in that state should come with a cancer warning. New reports say the judge determined that the benefits of coffee were not greater than the risk of drinking it with acrylamide, a chemical created in the roasting process. Here's today's He Said It. We'll see. It's a work in progress. That Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross responding to a question from AgriPulse about whether the U.S. would avoid Chinese tariffs on soybeans. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.